Hello, I'm the host, Devin Franklin, here with another episode of The, the Backups. Today, we do not have Blake um, decide that he's not going to join today, but we, we still have Jackson Powers and our guest, Xavier Stewart. All right, little disclaimer, um, Xavier, how, your sports knowledge, what would you say, is Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback for Green Bay Packers. That's basically all he knows. So yeah, he just—he's the exactly. Best. Really quick question: How many? How many Super Bowls has Aaron Rodgers won? Obviously, two. Incorrect. One. Two. Two. One. One. Like I said, one. Bro. <laughs> like I said, one. That's gonna be our show today, pretty much. <laughs> And our host is not talking for some reason. I was letting you guys go. Okay. Okay. So, start off, we're going to talk about Andy Dalton. Red Rifle. Yep. Yep. Former Bengals quarterback, number one passer, and multiple other franchise records. Um, But initial reaction to him being released, Jackson. Not surprised at all. They brought in Joe Burrow, and um, Andy Dalton's making making way too much money to, to be a starting quarterback. So, what I thought they were going to do is like release him, and if no other team signed him, bring him back in for a less amount of money. But the Cowboys were able to land him, and to likely be the backup for them. Yeah, uh, there were some reports where he requested the release. Um, I'm, um, I, to be honest, I was. I don't know. I kind of since it's, since his contract is up, and we're not going going to sign anyone really, because uh, I don't I don't see the point of paying Clowney that much money um, for us with the yeah. talent we have on the defensive line. So well, it looks like he's no Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers had four thousand and two yards like last last season. And apparently Andy Dalton has 3,494. Well, the Bengals also went 2-14, and 14, and the Packers made it to the NFC Championship game, so... 13-3. Well, I mean, sorry. Yeah. Well, um, and Xavier, we we all know you just Googled that. Yeah, we can hear the keys. Okay, but... um, Otherwise, let's, what, what were your thoughts on... The him signing with the Cowboys. I honestly wasn't sure, like why they did that, because they don't need a quarterback, and unless they're like thinking about maybe like Dak not coming back or something, I have no clue. But maybe they just wanted a good, reliable backup just in case Dak Prescott does get injured or like aren't they aren't able to re-sign him. So, I in the long run, it does make sense. Yeah, I think um, the main point of the Cowboys re-signing, not re-signing, signing Andy Dalton was just in case Dak decides to hold out wanting a contract or also being just a backup. Well, they only brought Andy Dalton in for one year, so they're clearly not looking at him as a long-term option. Yeah, I think I think it's mainly just to be. Able, I'm pretty sure Cooper Rush was their backup. 
Yeah, Aiden not, Dalton is an upgrade over him for sure. Definitely not too reliable. Um, because if you had the games on the line and something happens to Dak, you I would definitely want Andy Dalton over Cooper Rush. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a good move for the Cowboys just in case. I agree. I agree. Let's hold out. I agree. agree? Yes. Because Andy Dalton did show um, at times he can just throw the ball. He doesn't always have to rely on the running back because week one, we couldn't get Joe, the Bengals couldn't get Joe Mixon going against Seattle's. Yeah. And, yeah, and Andy Dalton, what do you have, like 400 yards in that game? Four, yeah, 400 yards. And they almost won, too. Yeah, could have won without, like, errors. Or Early. lost by a point, I think. Yeah, it was 21-20. to 20. We had – they had a fumble and other stuff just happened. Yeah. Zevi, what do you think about Andy Dalton going to the Cowboys? Well, I think that the Cowboys were set last year. They were honestly doing pretty good. So, I don't know why they would want another quarterback. It seems kind of weird. They didn't even make the playoffs last year. <laughs> they they were doing pretty good. That's what I said. Okay, pretty good. They were being the, <laughs> were being the key factor. They were. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Next, we have the whatever you want to call them now. The, I get the Buccaneers, who have a lot of have the main Patriots players. So I mean, that, yeah, I've been seeing I've been seeing a whole bunch of memes on Instagram. That's like putting the Buccaneers and the Patriots logo together. But like, here's Tampa Bay's new logo. The Tampa pa- the Tampa Bay Patriots. Yeah. What's next? They're gonna sign Adam Vinatieri, <laughs> and then have then somehow get um Julian Edelman. I forgot his name for a second. I don't know why. Yeah, Julian Edelman because he hasn't done anything like the past few seasons. Yeah, but I could see him wanting out after this year if they do stick with Stidham. Yeah. How, before we go into the Buccaneers, do you think that there's a legitimate chance that Stidham actually starts all 16 games? I definitely think there is a possibility because Belichick has publicly stated that he is a big fan of Stidham. He feels like he has a lot of potential, but I feel like they brought in Brian Hoyer just to be like, sort of be like sort of a mentor to him, even though that's not that good of a mentor, but – I feel like it would it could make a little, lot of sense, and I could see him starting all sixteen games, especially if the Patriots are trying to tank. Yeah, I don't think they will come out saying that they'll tank. I think they'll have the same situation the Bengals had this year. They'll start off trying to win, but and then after a while, just give up. Yeah, they still gave an effort to try to win because yeah, one of Tank with a franchise, like you never want to tell your franchise that you're tanking. You never, the, your fans and everything. 
Yeah. I mean, the Dolphins did it, and that seems like it's going to work out. Everyone knew the Dolphins were going to tank, though. So. Yeah. I think they were actually ha- might have – might got lucky with Minka wanting out, getting that first-round pick. Uh, gave yeah. A, I believe a tackle. I just thought it was a lineman. I can't remember if it was a tackle or a guard. But led up to more uh, draft draft capital mm-hmm. with other players. Players they had a draft. They drafted. Yep. Yep. Um, Xavier McKinney, I believe they got in the second round. He should be a good safety. Yeah, I bet Xavier really is a fan of him. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Xavier, don't try to laugh quietly. Just, just. <laughs> Back to the Buccaneers, though. Bronk said like, he was like hosting a show or something. I think it was like a draft party, I believe. And he said that he. Had the Buccaneers playbook four weeks before he was actually traded to the Buccaneers, which I believe, which he said he ended up tweeting something like "tee hee hee," it was just a joke or something like that. But yeah, well, I would not be in the least bit surprised if Gronk had that playbook four weeks before he was traded there because. Everyone knows how t- Tom Brady operates, and they'll tr- he tries to does he does everything he can to to win. Like he uh, he's a really competitive person. He'll do pretty much whatever it takes to win. So I'm not surprised by that in the least the least bit. Yeah, I, it's just kind of, I didn't mess up my words. It's just kind of crazy how if it was if they were still on the Patriots and that and that was said, how much bigger of news that would have been. So, I guess more just the Patriots in general. Just sort of the team, not really the players, I guess. That's what it says. Because now that Brady and Gronk are gone, I mean, they're not talking, they don't say what the the Buccaneers are doing. They just say something about the Patriots. Also, sorry guys. The whole Brady accidentally going to the wrong house. Supposed to go to this, the, I believe, offensive coordinator for the Buccaneers. You're not actually supposed to do that until I can't remember when, but you're not actually supposed to do it until I think it's around training camp. You can't actually go over a playbook. Yeah. Well, Brady is probably not used to that because. He's um he's been been in New England so long that he's had that playbook memorized for years. So going into a new system, like you probably are not going to know that stuff, especially when you've like never been a free agent. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. I, Let me... Do you think if this would have happened, and I don't know if Gronk was on a different team, and I'm just saying metaphorically. 
he was on a different say it was vice versa the Buccaneers are trading them to the Patriots. But he he goes out and says that he had the Patriots playbook for four weeks. You think they would the the media would obviously make a way bigger deal than what it was. Yeah. Well it's because the Patriots are Patriots have like made a name for themselves by cheating their ways to wins. So I'm honestly not surprised. They literally last season spied on the Bengals practice. The Bengals of all teams is who they spied on, first of all. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. The little the, sorry, Devin, but no, I, that that was not in the least bit necessary. <laughs> like they could have went out there and just won on their own, but they spied on the Bengals and then <laughs> the Bengals actually had a lead on them for a while too. <laughs> yeah, but then we do what we usually do and just let them have it. Yeah. I think Yeah, but here Oh you go. You had to leave on the Patriots though. You can't say you never did that though. Yeah. I think the I just I think it's kinda of weird because the deflate the deflate gate I hate to mention. Um but Brady got all the hate for that, mainly. He got the four game suspension. I'm pretty sure the the the, the um Patriot Lost a pick, I think. Pretty yeah, sure. yeah. So, but it was mainly all on because the whole case, there was a whole trial and stuff like that, or whatever you're gonna call it, for Brady on the suspension, which is kind of crazy. How you, I would thought that everything the Patriots had, all the drama would have went with the Buccaneers whenever the Patriot, whenever Brady left. Yeah. But, yeah, that's yeah. Well, I personally believe that Tom Brady was not the, the main person to blame for Deflate Gay. I feel like it's Robert Kraft is the person who you should blame most for that because, like, Robert Kraft, he's literally he's known he'll cheat, he'll do anything to win. Like he he's literally like he's been caught cheating many times and he still continues to do it. So I'm not I'm. Don't put I put some of the blame blame on Tom Brady, but not all of it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, what you, you can't really like, even if you know that they are deflated or that you're spying on a team or what whatnot, you can you can't just be like you can't just or you you can't just refuse to play or something. But, but yeah, like, I mean you're Brady. But here's if you're if you're refusing to play, then you're not gonna get paid for that game. So I mean, I don't think Brady Brady doesn't care. He got his wife's. I'm nearly a billionaire, if not. Brady loves to compete, though. So. Yeah, I think I don't I don't know if what I heard is that much of a deflation. So I mean, yeah, and then. Even in the second half of that game, the Patriots went back to using normal football because the Colts got an interception. They noticed something was wrong, so they had to switch the balls. Yeah, I. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just think it's crazy the the drama about the Patriots just didn't leave. Like no one cares now about the the Brady and Gronk situations. Yeah. But he, you never know. Them two going – I thought – honestly, I thought when Brady went to the Buccaneers, they were going to become the most hated team in the NFL, surely just because Brady was on their team. Mm-hmm. I think – yeah, I think it was either 
they're the most hated or they are the most bandwagon. Like last year, whenever the Browns got Odell and Baker had a oh yeah a good rookie season, I would say. I mean, I can't you can't say it wasn't bad because he had a good rookie. Yeah, he had a good season. rookie season. He broke it. I'm pretty sure he broke the rookie passing record, touchdown record. The passing touchdown record, yeah. So I, he, he looked like he's going to be um, really good this year because you can't really you don't really predict someone's downfall no. unless the end of the season he gets like a major injury or something kind of like uh, RG three where you could kind of see that something could happen. Yeah. Yes. Back to yeah, but ba- oh. Baker is a very interesting story though because like. And they're in the second year. Everyone thought the Browns were Super Bowl contenders, and I I said from preseason that they were not going to do anything, and I ended up being right. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's kind of hard to also predict how good the Ravens were going to be because we saw like a spark, at, kind of like how it seemed crazy that Mahomes was going to do that what he did with the fifty passing touchdowns because the one game he started. Um, I don't even know if he threw. I think he only. Th- if I don't think he threw a touchdown. He had like one touchdown, and I believe it was like two interceptions or something. Yeah, like so that. he didn't seem like what he is now, and it's like, yeah. why would you get rid of Alex Smith, who's done what great things for the franchise, and just go to a second-year guy who has we have no experience except for one game at the end of the season. Yeah, and then goes out, wins MVP, and like is one bad call short away from a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I, but like this, honestly, like rookie years can never determine how a career is going to go. Look at Peyton Manning; his he had an awful rookie year, and he's he's a future Hall of Famer now. Yeah, it's it's crazy how many different players can either have either an insane rookie year and then downfall or just go uphill from the rookie year, like major, like have a major um, upgrade the next season. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. As everybody thought whenever the Ravens went to I thought they were going to be basically unstoppable, but they weren't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They lost. Yeah, I think it's- yeah, they lost both in the both of Lamar Jackson's playoff playoff game were disasters. He didn't play well in either one of them. The first time you could make an argument, it was just it's his rookie year, his first starting playoff game. Like <clears throat> it's fine, and they could have still won that game. But being the best team in the league and then losing to the nine and seven Titans in the fashion that they did, you you got to have some concern about the Ravens team. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's crazy because you look at the Ravens' defense last year. One of the best, you could say, like defense-wise. The defense was really good. Uh, you would never thought Derrick Henry would have had the game that he had. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure, I don't think they did, they did really well against the run the whole season. Yeah, they did. And, they only lost two games. Yeah, two games, and one was not really um, 
was probably a fluke game, so they could have easily went fifteen and one. The Browns was somehow on them. Yeah, because the only loss that they had that made sense was the Chiefs. Yeah, I think that's that's why I, that's I, after that loss, you kind of figured out um, a high powered offense is basically how you stop the Ravens. It's not about your defense; it's about how good your offense is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the Titans proved that too with their running game. Yeah, because once you get once you get one or two stops defensively, uh, it got kind of like it sparks your offense. Yeah, it sparks your offense, and your defense immediately goes. Well, if we got two stops, more, and all that. If we keep getting stops, our offense is going to keep doing well. Like, so that puts that like isn't the uh, defense a whole different like aspect on the game. Yeah. And then it also helps whenever Derrick Henry has these big runs and it just gets you pumped up seeing that happen. Yeah. Yeah, like honestly, like when you're when you see your offense continuously producing points and like having long continuous drives, you that's to feel so good as a defense. You're like Hey, we don't really gotta do much, and when we're going out there, we're dominant mm-hmm. and are getting our getting the off our offense the ball back. So like, we really don't. As long as we just keep getting good stops like this, like our offense is gonna keep producing. Yeah, yeah. And then I know Tannehill is always they always say something he can pass, but I'm pretty sure I can't remember how it was. It was like a forty plus yard touchdown pass. Yeah, they had. He had a forty plus yard touchdown in that game. Yeah, he had because the. Ravens end up like, okay, if they're on the ball, we'll just full on just send everyone. But they play action, and obviously the whole defense basically fell for it, and they had a wide open receiver for a 40 yard touchdown. Yeah. But the Chiefs, surprisingly, are the team, the team that was actually able to stop Derrick Henry. It was the team that actually str- struggled against the run in the regular season, but they came through when it mattered. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's always tough. I, I wonder. I, it makes me think if they would have played the Chiefs first, if that's a different story because maybe uh, Derrick Henry isn't as tired. Because if you go back to back, well, he was, yeah, he had back to, well, three games actually, because I'm pretty sure the last game of the regular season he also had 100, maybe 80 or something like that. Yeah. And he was just going off. And, that has to do something to your body. Just keep on getting hit and going for so many yards. Especially at his size, it's hard to just keep on producing at that level. Yeah. yeah of course. Especially when you're doing it like three plus games in a row. Like, you can't really – You're. it's going to – like, after a while, you're going to slow down. Mm-hmm. Do you think with the new um, – playoff bracket where there's only one bye and that's the first seed that if the Ravens get the two seed you see there's a chance that once again the Ravens get eliminated their first playoff game it honestly really depends who they play if they play a team that they can like pretty easily beat no matter how Lamar Jackson is going to play then they'll get past but if it's like if it's like a talent, if it's like a surprising talented team like the Titans, I could definitely see the Ravens going home early again. I I I'd say the same, uh, because you could always have well not 
Yeah, they play. They'll play the seventh seed. So, yeah, you never know who that could be. It could always be um, a possible really good team that had an early injury to one of their star players, and they just fell off in the beginning, and then um, just, like had a good second like, half and snuck yeah, in. Yeah, you never know who that seventh seed could be, because. Like, I mean, like, if you take out how we saw the Chiefs without Mahomes, they barely snuck out a win. With yeah, them. but they, but with their talented offense, they were still able to produce wins. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying how like how tough it was for them to even. Win. Yeah. Those games. All right, so Devin, picture this real quick. So let's imagine that the Bengals get the seventh seed. The Ravens get the two seed, and they play each other, and the Bengals beat the Ravens. How good would that feel? How good would that feel? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Taking out one of your rivals in the playoffs. For me, it would be a, a new experience because I've never had my team win a playoff game. <laughs> yeah. I'm, pretty sure. I'm just saying, though, like when the Colts beat the Texans in the playoffs uh, a couple years ago, that was a fantastic feeling, especially when it's one of your rivals. It feels yeah, so much better. Yeah, I'd sleep I'd get that night. To be honest, I think I'd be, like, freaking out the whole yeah. night. I don't think I would – I don't know. I think I'd – and then I think the problem would be I'd get really hyped up, and then we'd have to play the one seed and just something would happen. And we should get knocked out. You guys could pull the Titans and do something that no one else is going to think you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then – and then play the Colts in the AFC Championship and then lose. <laughs> I feel like we do have a, a better defense now. Um, we got Juan Bell, yeah. Trey Wayans, uh, DJ Re- – yeah, DJ Reader, another a nose tackle. So, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting how we play. I don't know. I think it's more of how quick Joe Burrow gets off and started. Yeah. Well, I feel like Burrow, he's going to play pretty well given the fact that he has – he has A.J. Green still to throw to, and they added T. Higgins in the draft. So that's going to take pressure off of A.J. Green. So the Bengals' passing attack is going to be a lot more dangerous. I, I hope the Bengals just let um, A.J. Green sit out the training camp because the NFL made – the only reason A.J. Green is out was because NFL made us go to Dayton and we said something about the field and they still made us training camp, have training camp there. And AJ Green got hurt during training camp. Yeah, didn't that's so. That's why the yeah. the injury was such a big deal. Like everybody got mad because they were already saying something to the NFL about the field, and they didn't do nothing about it. They just made him stay at Dayton. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> See, that's why it's good for like certain teams. Though that's why it's good for like it's like every team in the league should like have like their own training camp facility like the Colts do because like if something's wrong with one of the Colts fields they have multiple fields in that place so they could just go to another mm-hmm. one and use that yeah I think we even finally I think the Bengals finally we see something different in the Bengals where in years past where the coach we finally have actual scouts I believe now when instead of having the in years past, we had the coaches literally have to scout for us instead of actually having actual scouts. But uh, we changed this year. Yeah. We started getting scouts and more um, front office people and all that stuff. And I'm pretty sure now we have a winning mentality with Joe Burrow and guys we got yeah. 
course. It's really going to be interesting to see what Cincinnati does this season. Yeah, I think it's – I think um, it probably goes one or two – two way, either one or – goes. I think there's two ways it goes. It, Joe Burrow pulls a Peyton Manning and actually beats that record for interceptions. That's only if – that's the only way I see that is something happens to Mixon or Mixon just goes downhill and doesn't perform. Yeah. Doesn't mean yeah. – yeah. Manning also broke the touchdown record that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it depends. I think that whole offense depends on if we can get Mixon started earlier. I think that's one of the main problems we had. Yeah. So, Xavier, you're a Packers fan. How do you think the Packers are going to do this season? Do you think they're going to have a repeat of last season, or do you think they're going to fall off? Well – just depending on how they've been playing, like for the last few years, I think they're gonna basically do the same thing. Just play moderate, you know, not too good. Not too do you bad. see them? Do you see them going back to the? You see them making another deep playoff run? I can see them going into the playoffs. I don't know if they're gonna be good because I mean they made it to the NFC Championship game last year and they lost. Yeah, I saw that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, but listen, the Niners lost in the Super Bowl, so that had to feel a little better. Yeah, I felt amazing when they lost. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, started I don't like the 49ers. Yeah, I'm just like, nah, dude. Chiefs all the way. I was torn because I, yeah, I was rooting for the Chiefs. I won both ways, to be honest. I, I, could, I was fine with either team winning, but I was also didn't want any, any other team lose. To lose. Yeah. Dude, honestly, like when Jimmy Garoppolo overthrew Emmanuel Sanders late in the game, which would have been a touchdown, I got so happy. I, the- I was like, that was their chance. Yeah, the game was over after that's a lot. Yeah. I think. I'm just saying, if that's Aaron Rodgers, he would have made that throw. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I think almost any other any other quarterback makes that throw. Mm hmm. Um, not not Nathan. I mean, like any other start. He throws it double coverage and he gets picked. Any other start? Any other starting quarterback could have made that throw. Yeah. Um. Probably. I mean, the one, I don't know about. I can't. I, I maybe Lamar. I don't think Lamar could have made that throw. No, Lamar would just <laughs> ran. Because most of Lamar's <laughs> touchdowns are literally him just. Passing the wise, or him driving down the field, running the ball most of the times, so, or just gets a breakout, dump pass, or I think he can go like twenty yards, and that's really that's like that's like yeah, the farthest. Yeah, Lamar, like I think his deepest touchdown is maybe like forty. Yeah, I think yards. most of his deeper touchdowns were either he burned the, the guy burned him the corner early, or just. Something like that's just like a dump off and then breaks a bunch of stuff, like jukes people and stuff like that. Yeah. But most of his touchdowns are just like little shovel passes or like five yard passes. Yeah, or yeah. rushing touchdowns. But I have a, I have another question though. Who do you guys? This is way too early, but our way too early picks. Who do we think is going to win NFL MVP next? <laughs> we did this last episode. Never hated me on that. 
No, that was for that was for NBA. Well, yeah, NFL, yeah, NFL, really. Uh, well, Xavier, who do you think is winning MVP next season? Well, it's between my two favorite people. Well, yeah, two favorite people. It's between Cam Newton and Aaron Rodgers. Well, Cam Newton's on on a roster. He is so. okay. Aaron Rodgers. Is okay. <laughs> I'm done. Right, yeah. See you guys later. Um, Every I. Hey, look, don't get mad at us. Get mad at Cam Newton with his weird font on Instagram. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder. I, I want to ask him what, what he, like, what he thought of. And one day he just goes, you know what? I'm going to start typing like this now. <laughs> Dude, Cam Newton's not even on a roster. I'm out. I'm out. I think like one day he just, like, accidentally, like, held down one of the keys. And just like, I just typed like this. <laughs> That looks cool. I'm going to type like this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers? Interesting. I'm going to be biased or anything. I can see that, actually, because he could. Honestly, yeah. I feel like Rodgers is just going to start playing so much harder because the court, because the Packers drafted Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. Like, I got I have to keep my job, so I'm going to have to play a lot harder. Yeah. Well, he's getting to it. Nice age to where he could basically retire. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's. I think we could see how he played uh, that Raiders game. Is almost really only really good game last season. It was mainly Aaron Jones having really good games. Mhm. Yeah, because but. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, like, he he came through when the Packers needed him to make a play. But other than that, he didn't really do that much. Yeah. Except yeah, that Raiders, game against the Raiders. Kind of mad because the one time I benched him because he wasn't playing good. So, and then Kyler Murray was having a good game, so I put in Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Well, you always have to believe in Aaron Rodgers, bro. All I'm saying. I really thought he was going to do really good this season. I think it's going to be tough now. They still don't have another weapon yeah. to pair with uh, Devontae Adams. They have fun if they're lucky. So, Devin, I have a quick question. Can people we join get, the oh, podcast yeah. while we're doing it? All right, we're gonna get a rain. We're gonna get Blake is gonna join. Out of no- thank God. Yeah, Blake is. I need the all right king himself. No, I agree, king. Yeah. I agree, king himself. You know. All right, but okay, we'll we'll, yeah. have, we'll get his opinion on it. We'll get his uh, opinion on Rogers whenever he joins. But Jack, MVP pick again yeah. before he joins. I'm pretty sure last time I think he's, I said yeah, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes was gonna win it this year. No, who did you have to win? He said whoever he had won the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was Mahomes. Because no, you have Lamar. Yeah. I didn't have Lamar. Oh, have I think Lamar that was Mikey's for Lamar. offensive players of the year. And then he goes, "Well, if your MVP, your MVP is probably going to win offensive player of the year again too." So you had Mahomes, Hiller. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, Mahomes, I still think Mahomes right. is going to win MVP. Blake. Yes. We were taught. Xavier <laughs> says he thinks. Yeah. Oh, Blake is Xavier in the chat now, by the way. Rodgers will win MVP. What is your input on that? Um, 
I feel like Aaron Rodgers will go off this season because he has competition in Jordan Love. So I, I feel like because if you've seen my past years, Aaron Rodgers doesn't really take kindly to backups. He's kind of like Brett Favre in a way. Uh, but I, I, I do agree with it, Xavier, but I feel yeah. like there's other people competitive, like a good competitive chance. I agree. Yeah. Like Patrick Mahomes, like but one, but one per- like this is a bold prediction. But stuff. one, just just saying, all the Tom Brady MVP, not gonna happen. He's forty three. No, like there's a bunch I, of I know he has quarterbacks that are gonna perform much better. There's than two Tom Brady. like Mike Evans and Godwin. I I just still don't think. I I don't. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I think I think the league where it is at now. No, you can't only have a great throwing season. You have to have a decent running. You have to have a decent run back at the yeah. same time. That's- yeah, I agree. Yeah, unless you like shatter the touchdown record, you're. Probably I'm sorry. Not well, I'm sorry to change the subject, like, but do you guys already too. talk about Andy Dalton getting signed to the Cowboys? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, but we you can if, state your opinion Dak on that. Does, I, I feel like if Dak doesn't do well for with McCarthy, they they have a good backup in Dalton. So if they switch, they're still in contention. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what we said as well. Like all along the lines of that, we said like he's a good mm-hmm. backup unless case like Dak gets hurt or like yeah. doesn't come or like holds out his contract or whatever so yeah alright um oh MVP okay we're talking about MVP it was oh and then we're talking about the rushing attack yeah that's why I think Mahomes could that's why I think yeah. Mahomes really won it last year uh, was because he had just such a great throwing season, and I, I think Russell Wilson could win it yeah. next year because he has a good arm and he can still mm-hmm. run. Well, we've seen it in years past; he's yeah. actually been the leading rusher for the Seahawks. I mean, we could see Christian McCaffrey even, like, in the talks for winning MVP if he has another season like he did and he, like, keeps up the pace this time and doesn't I, slow down, like, halfway through the season. And I think he could the definitely win it. That I don't think the 1,000 thousand receiving and 1,000 rushing will do it in this NFL. I think he would have to get 2,000 rushing and then 1,000. Yeah. Like, just maybe even actually, like, be a real thought and – Wait, Christian McCaffrey. Wait, have you guys, much think, the have you guys thought of any That's defensive players being MVP? I think Stefan um, Gilmore season this season. Really. The, the way he played this season was probably the closest we'll get to MVP because he played really well and he had he got yeah. lucky enough to play. I think him. I think I don't know. I think it's three pick sixes. I can't really remember exactly how much he had. But he's... yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're gonna like 
talk about defensive players winning MVP. The only play you can really think of that had that has had a legitimate shot in the past few years is Aaron Donald because if Aaron Donald has a really good yeah. season yeah, like he normally like, does, he's always he in contention. Well, he had that one. Year, he was uh, he just went insane with the sacks, and he also had he ended up getting lucky and had a couple touchdowns with getting lucky and catching one of his deflections, and I'm pretty sure he had a fumble recovery. I think it's that's also one of the closest we could yeah. see, but I don't think Watts out of it now, like mm-hmm. fish like for a while because yeah. until we see him actually have a season where he's not injured. Yeah. I mean, he's also on a pretty bad team. Yeah, especially now the when lot, there's so. no offensive weapons. That stay healthy because David Johnson yeah. also gets hurt. Brandon Cooks get hurt. He gets hurt. That stills. Sometimes can be reliable. It really depends. And then Will Fuller. Aaron Donald's on the oh, Rams. Yeah. Okay, I I, I, I want to say something real quick because player. I just I, I was looking through uh I was looking through um my I was thinking I was looking at stuff I watched earlier and I watched this one video of Undisputed with uh with Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless, it said that the Cleveland Browns had they have um like their worst draft pick was Baker Mayfield, like they screwed up by picking him. So what do you guys have to say about that? I don't think I can't I can't agree or disagree with that one just yet because Baker Mayfield hasn't played in the league long enough to be considered a bust. Like, because he had that good rookie season. You can't deny that. He took the 0-16 Browns and nearly led them to a winning season. So, like, anything – like, he is a pretty – good. he is – he's, like – he had a good rookie season. So, like, you could have just called this next season. Like, he didn't have a great offensive line, and there was too much hype around the Cleveland Browns anyway. So, I think if they're – if the Browns can just build up the old line right, yeah, I think Mayfield can be a star tough, player. because they really – they obviously needed a – Quarterback, mm-hmm. the only quarterback that has kind of proven himself right now, other than Baker from Mayfield, has been Josh Allen, who actually has been to playoff, has been to a playoff, and had a good season still. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh yeah, I, I mean Lamar on... was in the same class as Baker. Yeah, Lamar was a late pick. Yeah, he was. He, he was the last pick of the first round, I believe. Yeah, I, I forgot. So, I think mm. Lamar and Josh Allen are the only people I think they um should have got at quarterback-wise. Saquon Barkley, I, I don't like – now – because they got Chubb in the second round. Mm-hmm. No, Not, no they got him the fourth pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got him in the second round. Third overall in the second round. Well, obviously, Baker Mayfield is way better than Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel, obviously. Yeah. I, just, I think it's going to be – like Jackson said, I think you have to wait until we actually see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. He, Nick Chubb was a second round Because you can say right now Lamar Jackson – should have been number one overall, the Browns. But if 
Yeah, you didn't know that. You didn't know that and at the time. There's also rumors of him. Well, I mean, coaches. Well, 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 I feel like Lamar wouldn't have fit, fit the culture of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Lamar wouldn't have done as well in Cleveland. Baltimore doesn't have the weapons they have in Baltimore. Well, and well, and and Lamar is getting coached by like a really good coach in John. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Yeah, with yeah, Freddie Kitchens and well, they had uh, Hugh Jackson. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold prediction. I I feel like Baker's going to have a way better season with the Vikings offensive coordinator Stefanski. I think it is. Than Freddie Kitchens' season, I. Yeah, well, Baker Mayfield and Freddie Kitchens didn't like each other from day one, so I think we, I'm sure this will I work out so much better. We could see some trouble, uh, cap wise, mm-hmm. starting next year, with players needing resigned and them. They don't have that. What much What do you guys think they're gonna do about the tight end situation, Najoku and Hooper? I think Njoku will probably get the majority of the snaps, but Hooper will be a good, and reliable we'll, option to go have down. if they need right. him. Right. Uh, the new head coach actually runs, actually likes running double tight end. That's why last year we saw the Vikings pick Irv Smith in the second round to give um, him a second second tight end to trust. Because. That's what he likes to run as a double tight end. Yeah. So we'll probably actually. So we'll probably see the Browns do a lot more of that. We'll probably okay, see I have and, a, I want Joku on the field. Devin a lot. and Jackson. Uh, do you guys think Jarvis and Odell will be together next? Well, not this season coming up, but then in two years from now in Cleveland. Well, do you see that? I. No, I don't. I think at least one of them is going to want out because they're they just they didn't have a good season last year and Cleveland isn't going to have enough money to pay them both. I like Devin said because of their cap issue, so they're not going to have enough money to pay them both. So they're, they're we're definitely going to see one of them leave for within the next two years. Jarvis Landry, the main reason he's at he's on the Browns is because the Dolphins didn't want to pay him. They wanted a franchise tag him, but he didn't like the franchise tag, so they just traded him to the. Yeah, to the Browns, and Cleveland. the Browns yeah. paid him the money. The Browns also traded for Odell after he got his contract extension from the Giants. So they are both locked up for a couple of years more with a lot of – Whenever their contracts are up, though, I don't think yeah, they're going to be together. I think anymore. it really depends. Wait, Devin, do you know, do you know how long their contracts are for? Um – I think Odell's four uh, more years. What about Jarvis? I think Jarvis is three, three uh, maybe. So, Xavier, what do you think about Odell and Jarvis Landry maybe not being together? Well, obviously, they're the dynamic duo that the team needs. No, like I said, <laughs> they're not the dynamic duo the team needs. So... <laughs> I feel like one of them are going to leave, like, skirt out of there because, you know, they don't need them, you know? So just kick one of them out, get it over with, and, um, you know, Jarvis, 
You're insane. Yo, so I, yo, I, I feel like if somehow the Packers GM Gutekind, I feel like if the Packers GM Gutekind was GM. smart enough to like um trade trade for Jarvis because I feel like Jarvis and Devontae Adams would be a really good really good weapons for Aaron Rodgers or even Jordan Love to throw to. I think oh, yeah, they'd have to move on from yeah. Rodgers yeah. first because cap issues. I can't exactly remember how much cap. Well, it, well in the few the, years, Aaron's going to be gone to another team or even maybe even retire. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> well, Aaron Rodgers still has like four years on his deal, so we got they got a minute to think about it. Crying a little. So, Xavier, what do you think about Jordan Love potentially taking over the Packers? Well, we're going to miss Aaron Rodgers a whole bunch. I mean, a whole bunch because – Like a Brett Favre situation. Because he's amazing. Um, But Love, you know, everybody needs Love in their life. So, why not take a chance on this guy, Love, you know? I mean, they turned it up in the draft to get him, so. Look, I, I want to know something. Like, if him. this Kirk Cousins situation in the in Minnesota doesn't work out, do you guys see Aaron Rodgers going to the Vikings like a Brett Favre situation? Because Brett, because, I would not be surprised if that happened at all. Because Brett Favre, like, no one thought, Brett, have no one thought Brett Favre was going to go to the Vikings, and then he did so. a few days, like in like these few days. So you never know. But like I feel like Brett Favre has called Aaron Rodgers like, "Hey, just do what I did, fake retire. They want to come back, but then they'll say no. So then you go to the Vikings. No, you go to the Jets first. Then you'd play bad there, and then you go play for the Vikings, and then you play well for a little bit, and then you don't anymore. By the way, that com- I can't confirm that conversation happened. I, I think just made that up. Packers are right now. Media do not come for me. Either way, Rodgers or Love, they have the, the at least second highest chances of winning that division. I think until we see Trubisky or whoever the Bears will have. I know they declined his fifth year option, but unless Trubisky goes off this year and gets resigned by them. And he just keeps that level of play going, or we see Stafford stay healthy, or them get a new quarterback. Until then, I think the Vikings are the only threat to the backers on that division. Okay. Um. Uh. Okay. What was I gonna say? Okay. What do you guys yeah. think if Jordan Love is like? bust but Aaron has already left like let's say Aaron left to another team or he retired what do you guys think the Packers would feel like if Jordan loves a bust because there's pretty high expectations because Aaron Rodgers filled Brett Favre's shoes and Aaron Rodgers is a, is a hall of famer obviously but mm-hmm. the Jordan Love basically has the meet yeah. the expectations of being a hall of famer so what do, you, what do you guys think about the situation Jordan Love's being put into? Yeah. Well, first of all, like, if he has a first bad year starting, like, it'll be okay. Because Aaron Rodgers, like, 
the Packers didn't even have a winning record Aaron Rodgers' first year that he started. So, like, it took Aaron Rodgers a year to get used to that offense. So, it could take Jordan Love the same. But if Jordan Love doesn't work out, Packers are probably going to feel really stupid for giving up that fourth-round pick and their first-round pick to get Jordan Love, if, especially if it doesn't pan out. And then they're like, well, we missed out on having Aaron Rodgers here for, like, a little longer because we have this guy now. So, yeah, it could it could I either come back to bite them or it could be a blessing in the sky. Next season, they get rid of the – the staff decides they don't want Rodgers anymore. They go love and love decide it, not decide. Sorry, just doesn't. Decides to be trash. Love decides yes. to be trash. <laughs> yeah. Just so we can leave and go play yeah. good somewhere else. Like mad now. Jordan just up not playing at the level that everybody wants him to, <laughs> and I could see they might stick with him for another year and just hold, totally. Get rid of that whole front office. Well, we, we, oh, we, no, just, sorry, Devin. Oh, sorry. And just like start that um, coaching staff and front office from scratch. Well, if if we see like from right now, Jordan Love might barely even barely throw the ball because Matt Lafleur wants w- wants to run the ball because he he has two good. He drafted a running back, and he already has two good running backs, and I feel like. Matt LaFleur is probably going for like a run first team. So we barely, we barely might see Jordan Love throw the football. I think, I think AJ, the AJ Dillon pick. I wouldn't be surprised. More of Jamal Williams isn't really that. He's mainly a pass catching back. He's not, he's not someone you'd want physically to just, a fourth and one or third and one goal line situation. You're not gonna. I, you'd rather have an Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon because Jamal Williams is a smaller back, and he's more. He's kind of like a James. No, I mean James White's better, but he's he kind of plays the role of a James White where he's not gonna really get the the goal line chances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you're in the Super Bowl and you were down twenty well, I mean, to three, I, then you came back I, and you're in overtime and you totally had to run the ball and you score. I, I run up the middle. <laughs> run they the still ball. did something that Seattle should have done in that situation a few years ago. <laughs> okay. Honestly, hey, Seattle fans are never going to live that down. It's like the twenty to three joke. <laughs> Why are you upset about the twenty to three? But you're perfectly fine. With no, no, no. Honest. I was saying settle down there for the Seahawks joke. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they're like the equivalent of bad oh, because just geez. wow. If I was a Seahawks or a Falcons fan, wait, I would, wait, wait, I wait, wait Jackson. What about that? The like the. Like the worst play call in NFL history for the Colts. What about that, Jackson? What do you have? To, yeah, how do you? Yeah, we don't talk about that. Tracy Porter ran back a touchdown, and they won the game, and the Saints won the Super Bowl. Hey, man, for Super Bowl MVP. That's what happened. <laughs> that is a Super yeah, he Bowl. the game-winning touchdown. I don't know what it is. 
And plus, I was too young. I would. Yeah, I didn't I, even that's watch why, that show. I was too young to like you care. Just, you don't even. You let down early. So if you make if you if you make the playoffs, you lose in the wild card. Yeah, you don't. I don't have to worry about some meme from the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. It's better to get blown out in the playoffs. Unless you're the Because then you don't really have to worry about, about that many times. Like, if, if you get blown out by a team that you're supposed to lose to, like, it, makes, we it makes sense. Our wild, card, wild cards are not. We don't, we don't win our division. I mean, like. Yeah. Actually, you won your division that one time, and then. You played the Steelers in the again, wild card, and then they were on the. They were starting. That happened. Go, they were starting to like pick it up at the end of the year, kind of like the Titans. Yeah. Let's be honest. The the Bengals yeah, had that goes. game won. If it wasn't for Vontez Burfick, they would have won that game. Yeah. One of the main reasons I never. I gave the Steelers a chip shot. Defensive player, a defensive jersey, is because. That's like the only time we. That's the only side of the ball we get like some terrible player, like human being wise, like just being a terrible human. This does like cheap stop, cheap. Phone just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was he on the Oakland Raiders? Of, uh, well, well. Yeah, and then he got. But, yeah, was it Doyle? Yeah, he he cheap shot at Jack Doyle. Oh, you gotta love them Raiders. And they got suspended. Oh, you gotta love them, them, them Raiders. Drafting a punter, and guess what? He's a Hall of Famer, Ray guy. Yeah, I I can't remember what draft it was, but the I think I think it was a James Winston draft that the Buccaneers drafted the. Roberto Aguayo or something like that. A one kicker. I think it was third round where there's still like some decent talent. Oh, yeah, in like the second round. Yeah, both are, both the kickers they had. They took a kicker and they ended up being out of the league in like two years. Well, actually, never mind because I'm pretty sure it was Nick Folk and Nick Folk came back this year for the Patriots. I'm trying. We should see the Seahawks address the kicker position. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, Seahawks and yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. The Seahawks. I never know what the Seahawks do. Seems like. Kicker is like the Steven position ja- they don't uh, know how to pick yeah. up. Ever since they yeah. lost Stephen House, Stephen House right? was uh, probably the best that they'll see in a while, unless they get some shocking pickup. Like I think Ross mm-hmm. County is still. I don't think he actually retired. I think he just got cut and no one's picked him up. So that could be Goskowski. Yeah, Goskowski. Yeah, he's still so he's still in the league. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he just uh, got yeah. released. Yeah, he he just he just got injured. He was still 
Peeing good. Peeing good. Just go ahead. Yeah, he got he got placed on the IR. He got. I think he got injured like early in the season. Something. Oh, why do you do that? I I I, I was scroll I was scrolling through YouTube earlier today and was um I I anyway. saw this video of this dude saying Pat McAfee should return to NFL and play for the Tampa Bay anyway, Buccaneers. He says... Hell, he, 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 he he'll get the Pat ring McAfee. that uh I'm just kidding. he uh he, he'll get the ring that he lost honestly, in uh, like... the Super Bowl against the Saints. Anyway, <clears throat> like I, all right. Speaking of kickers, though, Adam Vinatieri says he is interested in coming no, back, though. Because if he does come back, like, do you think it will be for the Colts? Yeah. Well, actually, they they yeah they got two kickers on the roster now. They got Chase McLaughlin and they got Rodrigo Blankenship, right. who they're probably gonna if he does fight for the job in preseason. If we have preseason. Because, like, Adam Vinatieri, he's only – I think he's one field goal away from either his 500th or 600th field goal, so. I think it's mainly because 25. He's so, he said he's interested in coming back for another season. Because uh, uh, as far as 25th season. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't be surprised if Adam Vinatieri yeah, did return. I don't think he could really go but to. But I don't think it's not going to be for the Colts. I think they're ready to move on. No team that needs a kicker. That's the only te- team he could possibly. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a legitimate shot at a ring if he's that's what he wants is one more. Unless he's literally yeah. on the bench or something. Yeah, the only other team that I yeah. thought of is like the Oakland Raiders. They don't really have a good kicker. Yeah. I mean, they have a decent kicker. Or, yeah, never mind. The kicker. Do the do do the uh, do the Rams have Zerline anymore? Uh, or yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, Go to the Zerline's Rams, on the but Cowboys. he's probably not gonna win there. But... They. Yeah, they fell off after yeah, that the Rams, Super Bowl loss. They have lost pretty much everything. Their lo- their new logo sucks. They don't. They I feel don't like Ron any, Rivera like, is going to make a, a comeback with the Washington like, Redskins. I, I feel like, I feel that. Yeah, honestly, because I feel like Dwayne Haskins does have yeah. a pretty similar. Style well, Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins like, Jr. So, did not get. I feel like that could work Smith out for them. All. Well, Alex Smith has, is like not been playing. Smith, Alex Smith got hurt before he even was even on the Keenum, roster. If anyone, in case Keelum's now with Brown. Yeah, yeah I think. I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got. Yeah, I got both of them confused. Yeah. My bad. I forgot he. I, yeah, I, I forgot Case Keenan was even on the roster. Yeah, Alex Smith. Yeah. His most memorable moment was him having to it's come onto the field to nail it one time. 
That's a sad. That's, that's because sad. Wayne Haskins was taking selfies with fans before the game was over. That's such a Redskins thing. The Redskins are becoming the new Browns. Of the league. What, what do you guys? What do you guys? What do you guys think uh, the Houston Texans record will be? Houston Texans, they're gonna go five and eleven. Yeah. Actually, scratch that. They're gonna go five, ten, and one. I was thinking that too. The, the Jaguars. Who no, they gonna, gonna tie against? Seventeen, seventeen. Was it gonna be zero, zero? Mold prediction. Which time? First or second time? Second. Cool. South. So who do you think? Who do you guys I think, think it, is going to win the AFC South unless, over on this time? Unless Philip Rivers isn't Philip Rivers from yeah. uh, two years ago, or just better than what he was last year. It's going. I'm just saying. I think if he didn't throw, if it's he didn't have a good line last year. If He's not declining, and it was just because. Yeah, if, if he doesn't look like he's throwing medicine balls, yeah. <laughs> I think it's either it's. I think it'll be actually close. Well, they have Jacob Eason to pull back on if that's the Colts. case. I know you said at some point you said you think the no, Colts think, are going eleven and five. So if you don't see the Colts winning the division, you think the Titans are going to go twelve and four. I think it's man the tiebreaker. I, it really depends if Derrick Henry really waits until. Oh, you just think Tennessee have the tiebreaker? Past two years, he hasn't done anything until week after week eight. Because the game before they played, they played the Chiefs. He didn't. I don't even think he barely, if he did have a hundred yards, he barely had it. Yeah, but here's the thing though the the Titans have gone nine and seven the last three years, and they've they've been impressive in the playoffs, but like they really haven't they haven't improved much in the regular season. So, like, help if they want to win this division, they're gonna have to go. They're gonna have to do better than eleven. Because Tannehill does not like to move, run the ball as much as Mariota does. Well, the tight. No one thought the Titans were gonna do anything until until yeah, Tannehill took over and like led him to the I playoffs. Think, I, that's actually kind of crazy to think think about the Dolph the trade. Like no one, everybody's like, why would they even make that trade? And there was like this trade just to have two injury prone quarterbacks in the eight. And now it worked work out, out for the Titans. Well, we don't know if it worked out just yet. Tannehill could have just had a, a good year. Out. This is at least going to sell him more tickets this year. So, franchise for um, money wise, it's definitely worth it because yeah, last year if if Mariota takes if they didn't trade for Tannehill or Tannehill's not that good, then they go four and twelve or something. The only chance they they have of getting a lot of tickets this year is. And it's the, they get Herbert two instead of the other two teams. Yeah. So, Xavier, what do you think about the Ryan Tannehill situation? 
You know, you're just asking me questions that I don't know about, okay? Do you do you think it's a good thing? It is a good okay, 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 thing. Okay, do you guys think uh, Ryan Tannehill will, cool. be, will do All good right, this season or not? Not good. Decent. I think he'll have a decent season. I don't. I don't think he's gonna do too bad. But he's not gonna do like he's not gonna like blow like everybody out of the water. I feel like he'll have decent numbers. I feel like they're probably gonna rely on the run game a lot. But when the they go to the past, like Tannehill isn't is gonna do that possibly bad. Possibly the first couple of weeks, if it's if Derrick Henry does wait to go off again, I think that's the best we see him. A funny story. A funny story. A funny story. Yes. I just pressed. I just finished recording, finished recording, and now I'm now I'm back, and now I'm now I'm back, and and nice, Blake. Now I can hear my now I can hear my. Well, good thing you're not the host because you would have ended the whole. Everything. Everything's echoey. Everything's echoey. Holy cow! I can hear you. I can hear you too. Your face is echoing. Echo. Yeah. Uh, so, what else is there to talk about? Okay, we'll go. We'll go through our. Never mind. Actually, that's not actually that fun. Thought. Oh, what is your thoughts, Jackson? What is your thoughts on the Colts running back situation? I think. Like, a lot of people have, like, hated on it, but I think it's actually going to work out because I feel like I've been saying Hines – not Hines. Hines – actually, no, yeah. Naheem Hines is likely going to be the kick return – kick and punt returner because he did really good at that last season and the two games he got to do it. Um, Jonathan Taylor and um and Marlon Mack, they'll split carries. Like, Chris Ballard even – he I saw a thing on YouTube, Chris Ballard – said earlier today that like most most good teams have like a really have a good double headed monster at running back. So that's gonna be good and that's gonna take a lot of pressure off of Phillip Rivers too having a really good running game and Jordan Wilkins, you can cut him because um he's not really done much. So I think you could keep Naheem Hines, Marlon Mack and Jonathan Marlon Taylor on the team and you could you could use those three very effectively. We see Jonathan Taylor start if he does do if he does the – he keeps the pace he had in college, we can see him. I think he'll take over main running back around maybe week five or something. And then we see basically kind of how the Raiders did it with Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, he was mainly only on running plays. So and yeah. they would always sub in – I can't remember the guy. I think it was Isaiah Crowell or someone else, instead of Josh Jacobs, to run a plat pass play because they they like the other running backs for not running, which I think we could see with Marlon Mack where he is the third down back. Yeah. I I, I know I'm not saying he's well. No, Jonathan Taylor is a really good at receiving back for the Colts so. to keep both of them active and not having one. Like I didn't, I didn't get that good. Of, I didn't get that much touches.
Yeah, I feel like it's they're. I feel like they're gonna split carries and they'll both like be heavy contributors, like contributors that. for this team. And we lost Blake. He kind of left. Yeah, it's that's probably what happened. Really, it. That oh. is indeed. Is that it for the podcast? I can finally sleep. All right. Well. No, we don't have an outro. Yeah. Is it like an outro or something? Like. Oh, I got this. Devin, what are you talking about? You, the, you guys, guys, I got an outro. Okay, I got an outro. Alright. And see you guys later on a beautiful day, on a sunny afternoon, with beautiful people around you, with more beautiful people, with the loving people around you. I love all of you. Have a nice day. This was the backups coming at you from Devontae Booker, also known as Devin, from Jackson Powers, also known as Jackson Powers, from Blake Smith, also known as Blake Smith, and your guest, Xavier Stewart. See you guys later. Good outro. See See you guys later.